Welcome to this new episode of Marketing Ops Podcasts. We are approaching the end of the year. It's time to prep for the new year to come, right? We often get this question. What are the new responsibilities and capabilities of the CMO? Well, in this podcast, we'll highlight a few. In summary, I can already say the traditional responsibilities will stay and new capabilities have to be added. Or else marketing cannot continue to be relevant internally to the business functions, externally to the customer. Hi, Scott. Great to have you back. Another episode. How are you doing? Hey, my friend. Great to be back here with you. Boy, I'm good. But, you know, the world of marketing just does not slow down. And that's an understatement. So we're going to talk about the future of the CMO. How would the future CMO look like? And we looked into some research and it's about customer experience. It's about technology. It's about accountability. Some called it the CMROI. Where should we start? How does the future CMO look like? Well, I think maybe one place we could start is with an acknowledgement that all of the responsibilities that CMOs have traditionally had haven't gone away. All the responsibilities for the actual demand generation funnels, the keeper of the brand, the communications and PR, it's like all of those responsibilities are still alive and well. It's that the scope of additional responsibilities and additional capabilities that marketing leaders have to have within their domain, it just has expanded. And I have to say, like every time I think about it, I'm having a hard time finding another C-level executive, with I guess the exception of the CEO, that has had such a broadening of the kinds of responsibilities under their domain. And so I just kind of feel like if we're going to talk about how marketing leaders need to like expand their capabilities and, you know, the scope of their leadership, I just want to acknowledge up front that this really is an Olympic sport that marketing leaders are doing. And they have a tougher job from a just expanding those capabilities than I think any other C-level executive. So first of all, just a salute (laughs) to our listeners out here. Like you are truly moving the earth with this work you're doing. Yeah, so it's ever expanding. It's more and more, but they're only 24 hours in a day. So yeah, they need to hand over certain tasks or should they reprioritize what they do? And what are the new tasks that they get? Yeah, well, I think where I connect the past and the future is I do feel there's a common layer that marketing has really always been responsible essentially for like growing the reach of the business, and then certainly being the keeper of the brand. And we'll talk a bit about maybe some of the desyncs that are happening as to what people mean when they say brand. But I think savvy CMOs have realized that the way they used to deliver a brand and keep the brand in good standing has just changed. I mean, the reason we like get into these issues of customer experience and the technology that's supporting this stuff is because those are the capabilities you need to be able to create a great brand experience with modern customers and their expectations in a digital world. And then we're touching upon something we saw in the research that marketers are very much focused still on brand awareness in addition to something new, which is more and more driving the customer experience. Whereas the rest of the company and the C-level says brand awareness. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So 
is this something they should reduce or continue to do, or is it sea level not understanding how important brand is? So I think this is where we just need to connect the dots. And we need to connect the dots if they aren't already in the mind of the CMO, that the way you grow your brand is by delivering great customer experience. And the way you deliver great customer experience is very much a function of now the nature of the product, the nature of the entire customer journey. And to do that well, you really need to be leveraging technology and data in a very savvy way because, I mean, so much of the customer experience now is either directly being done through digital channels or even if it's being done in, you know, a non-digital channel, there's all this digital technology just right below the surface that's helped supporting that experience if it's on a call center or if it's someone walking into a retail store. And so that's really where the connection is, is, you know, yes, you should be the keeper of the brand, but the way in which you deliver great brand really needs to, you know, have a very proactive role in customer experience and the technology that supports that. And I think one part of it is just being very clear on that in your own mind as a CMO and make sure you're building out the team and the capabilities and organization to achieve that. But then I think there's also work to be done to really crystallize that in the minds of the rest of the C-suite and then for your board of directors, that it's not just talking about brand as somehow separate from customer experience or technology investments. No, it's like, Customer experience is our brand, and here's what we need to do to deliver an excellent customer experience and win in a very, very competitive market. Yeah, and indeed, if it's brand awareness that still we're, as marketers, responsible for, we have to cover multiple disciplines, multiple departments, of course. And it struck me this week, I was doing a software selection on marketing automation specifically, and they asked me, we need a marketing automation tool. In their mind, it was just lead gen, demand gen, and that was it. And I said, well, you also have some kind of marketing automation in your e-commerce. Do you have a web shop? And they did, I knew. And then also they have an online environment. So I said, you also need in-app messaging. And in my mind, I went from, okay, we started with marketing. Now we do sales with e-commerce and now we do customer success with in-app support, you know, onboarding and what have you. So indeed, it's just getting more and more. But would this mean that sales then would report marketing or customer success to the CMO? How does that work? Well, I think in B2B organizations, one of the big movements over these past couple of years has been the idea of revenue operations as sort of a layer above marketing, sales, and customer success for this very reason. Again, it's not that there isn't specialization in what marketing does or what sales does, because there's still so much that happens that's very unique within each of those domains. But you absolutely need to be connecting across those departments, certainly from an internal perspective, but really all in the service of making sure that the customer experience, when they're, they have a marketing touch point or they're engaging with someone in the sales org or they've made a purchase and now they're talking to someone in customer service or customer success, the customer doesn't want to think about these different departments. They just want to feel like, oh, I've got a relationship with brand X and whatever way in which I engage with them for whatever my needs are, brand X consistently delivers a great experience. I work at HubSpot and one of the co-founders, Dharmesh Shah, has this phrase he said a few times. I always find kind of funny, but like really succinctly put, he's like, oh, your org chart is showing. And this is this idea that somehow like, yes, yes, inside a company, we care a lot about org charts and how these things work. 
But customers don't care about our org chart. And when we do things that make them jump through hoops or create discontinuities when they're crossing from one team to another in our org, he's like, oh, well, yeah, Psst, your org chart is showing. You know, it's just we don't want our org chart to be showing. <laughs> we want the brand and the customer experience to live as a coherent whole. Oh, that resonates a lot. Yeah, I remember this is 10 years ago for a multinational where we explained that we could save a couple of million euros for one department if the neighboring department, the preceding one in the process, would just invest 100,000. I mean, that's a no-brainer. It didn't happen because the org chart was showing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so to, to answer your question, yeah, I don't know that necessarily sales needs to report to marketing, but I think whether it's through revenue operations or some other mechanism, a collaboration between the CMO and the chief sales officer, those relationships are as important as like we've talked before about the CMO and the CIO. You just can't operate in a silo at this point. You really do need to connect across these teams and just make sure we're coordinated strategically, but then how that also filters down into the customer experience which then filters down into making sure that the systems and data that support that customer experience are aligned as well. So indeed, if they all report to a CRO or are sitting in a RevOps, then I can imagine that for marketing, and we saw this in the research, they need to grow the skill of collaboration, alignment across departments. But is that unique to marketing then? Because if they're all sitting in a RevOps, then sales ops, customer success ops also need to collaborate more. So this is then not the unique thing for marketing where they add a new priority. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, everyone has to collaborate and it's definitely a two-way street. I guess it just goes back to what we started with is if you think of the CMO as ultimately the keeper of the brand and the brand is what customers experience, then I feel like the CMO really has the responsibility to step up and make sure that they're helping to provide that vision, not the vision from their own mind, but really just trying to even like do it through the eyes of the customer. And I think marketers are really good at that. I mean, I think that's one of those skills that marketers have long had is that empathy and understanding of the customer, of the market, being able to see how you go from the micro level of individual customer interactions all the way up to the macro view of how are you perceived by your industry, you know, by your market in the world at large. Yeah, so many inspirational ideas I get from this conversation. Well, let's tackle one of the things that I know you and I were discussing offline on just some of the research we'd found, because one of the things that caught me by surprise earlier this year was a study that came out, and in all fairness, it was done of a study of the IT organization and IT leaders, but they asked like, oh, well, in your opinion, which members of the C-suite best understand the importance and use of technology to the business? And since this was run by an uh, IT audience, surprise, surprise, the number one C-level <laughs> executive who understands technology best is the CIO. <laughs> okay, we will pat ourselves on the back for that. You know, the number two was the CTO. And of course, this actually makes sense. But what was really striking to me was, you know, below that was, all right, yeah, there's the CEO and then the CFO and then the COO. And then way down at the bottom was like the CMO or like the CRO, that chief revenue officer. And part of why this, I did a double take when I saw this because 
I'm biased, I guess, in my own way, too, but I feel like so many marketing teams over the past five to ten years have invested so much in advancing the state of digital marketing. In many ways, I feel like a lot of marketing organizations had basically even like gone ahead of the rest of the organization, that the rest of the organization had some catching up to do to have the same level of digital maturity that a lot of marketing teams did. And so it was really interesting to me to wonder, like, you know, again, this is just one survey, but is there a tipping point going on where marketers had perhaps gotten ahead of the curve with digital marketing, but now that the rest of the organization is rapidly increasing its digital maturity, are CMOs doing enough to make sure that they reintegrate their strategies with, you know, and operations with technology into the rest of the digital stack of the company as a whole. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I remember a quote from an IT manager some years ago, and it was striking, I think. He said, marketing people keep changing their mind. They change their mind more often than they change their underwear. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I'm going to push back on that, too, because I think this is one of the things that CMOs don't get enough credit for, which is... We are living in a world where the markets themselves and the expectations of customers and the ways in which customers expect to engage with companies is changing at an incredible rate. And the CMO, it's the responsibility to like keep up with the expectations of those audiences, of those customers. And so as a result, if the market is changing rapidly and customers are changing rapidly, the CMO has to like adapt rapidly. And I think there are other departments where perhaps the speed of change that's happening with customers isn't as apparent. And so if they're sort of looking at the CMO and saying, well, man, you're like changing an awful lot, you know, why can't you just pick something and stick with it for 10 years? It's like, well, <laughs> well, we could, but we'd then be hopelessly behind all of our competitors in the market on this. I could use a little help <laughs> in keeping up with this pace of change, if you don't mind. But I don't know, just just my opinion. No, I'm with you. And my reply to this person was, listen, you think Boolean. These people have to work with experiences. Marketers have to understand, empathize with experiences of the customer, translate it back into data, technology. And you're not always doing a great job as IT translating that and helping to translate it, creating a kind of a scalable situation. This is where marketing ops comes in. They make that translation between business into technology, into bits and bytes. And that was what I was missing. And I recall another conversation, a friend of mine, CMO, was sitting in a boardroom being attacked by the CTO saying, you violate everything in terms of security and IT and what have you. And then the CMO replied calmly and said, yeah, listen, the client is changing their mind. The CEO sitting next to us has its targets. So what am I supposed to do? If I follow your structure, we'll never get our targets right and done. And that was a very interesting conversation. From there, it went in a really great way. But that was that realization point. Okay, it's not that easy. We're dealing with human beings, not with bits and bytes and, you know, zeros and ones. Yeah, well, I think here's the thing. I have a lot of empathy for both sides of this equation because I feel in a very real sense, both marketing and IT have always been underappreciated. And like, all right, clearly, We appreciate the speed of change that the marketing organization needs to maintain to, again, stay relevant to customer expectations. 
At the same time, while they've struggled to get appreciation for that inside the organization, you know, I mean, the issues around things like security and the stability and reliability of our technology and data foundations I mean, my goodness, right? You know, it wasn't that long ago here, like all of Facebook and WhatsApp and Instagram, like when it's like the responsibilities that IT leaders have on their shoulders to make sure that this foundation doesn't have a data breach, you know, doesn't go down. Again, it's one of these things that people kind of take it for granted when, well, we haven't had a data breach this week. You know, all the systems seem to be working this week. I guess, yeah, of course, we'll just assume that's how life is. And it's not. I mean, the effort and energy they put into like, you know, that. And this is why I feel like I think this is the point you were making of where that conversation went is as each of those leaders starts to really appreciate the perspective of the other. This doesn't always have to be an either or proposition. There is so much opportunity to figure out, Okay, well, how can we change and adapt and how can we do it in a way that also makes sure we're applying good governance to the technology and data that we need to manage that change? I like what you're saying. It resonates a lot like with IT. And the same applies, I think, for MarTech and marketing operations. It's a negative satisfier. If it works, <laughs> nobody says, hey, great, champagne. Everybody goes like, yeah, right. It's supposed to do this. So what's the point? When it goes down everybody is in turmoil and so i'm with you a lot of sympathy for it and it's not easy and on the other side also a lot of sympathy for cmos and marketing and recently spoke to scott vaughn and he said marketing now in the future is about the customer story well told at the boardroom table by marketing so marketing has to make sure this customer story is clear to cfos to CIOs and what have you. All those people that rank CMOs relatively low in technology savviness, but it's that is it. Because then they start to understand, okay, we're all doing this for the customer. And I think that's also what you mean with customer experience and the brand, right? Absolutely. So I think if we, yeah, pull this back to, you know, where we started is what do the CMOs of today and the future really need to add to their repertoire I think first and foremost, yeah, you're right. They've got to be able to change the perception in the C-suite and the board. And this is, I mean, I have actually a lot of faith marketers will succeed at this because, again, this is one of the core foundations of marketing is being really good at the storytelling, understanding what your audience needs to connect with. But we have to recognize the C-suite and the board is one of the most important audiences for us to make sure that marketing actually is getting the right support and resources to deliver on that customer experience. I think then the other two things are expanding the skill sets in our organization around customer experience. We don't have to do all parts of the customer experience. In fact, we can't, right? Customer experience is a collective whole of what every piece of the organization that touches the customer collaborates on. But I think marketing can contribute a lot more to that discussion and help connect the dots across the whole customer journey. And then, yeah, maybe the third thing there is, again, really to be able in the service of delivering on that customer experience promise, just continuing to upscale the technology and data. And while I feel, again, a lot of marketers, I think, have done a pretty good job over these past few years of the investments in marketing ops and marketing tech, I think one of the challenges ahead is to recognize it's not just about the MarTech stack as it exists within the walls of marketing, 
But as the digital maturity of the rest of the organization continues to advance, how do we make sure that MarTech and the marketing ops capabilities are increasingly reintegrated back with the rest of the systems and foundations you know, of the company as a whole? And that sort of partnership between the CMO and the CIO on making that happen my hope would be that a year from now, if this group reruns the survey, that, yeah, I'm still expecting the CIO will be at the top of the most tech savvy. <laughs> uh, okay, CIOs, who's the most tech savvy? Oh, uh, well, uh, CIOs, I think. All right, good call. Second the motion. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully the CMO is not ranked bottom anymore. We're like, oh, yeah, actually, the CMO is a great partner to us in how we connect the technology and delivering that customer experience and hopefully rising the visibility for all the great work that both marketers and IT leaders are doing, because this is stuff you can't take for granted. Yeah, they need each other, dearly. Yeah, I, I'm afraid we're at the end of the podcast, running out of time, but I like this summary and wrap up and would like to take that as a nice conclusion. Thank you so much for your time and wisdom and experience once again, Scott. Uh, thank you, my friend. Look forward to our next session together. Thank you so much.